The Three Dummies NRL this podcast. This is the Three Dummies, the, the Sunshine Coast well. Dailies. I'm NRL your host Nathan podcast. Dell, as always, joined With by Matty Holdsworth and Maddie. Nathan Nugget Dell. There were four. I was just about to say that. Yeah, it's some juicy, juicy games going on too. And I'm just—I've got to go back through the history books because I'm—and I know it sounds trite, but the top four being the last four teams is actually a bit of a surprise because in the last couple of years we've had someone. An outlier, a Cowboys or a yeah. or a Bulldogs or a somebody. Oh, it was looking like it was going to be Manly. Yeah, looking like it was going to be Manly this year. But I think to actually, as silly as it sounds, to have the last four be the last four is actually it's worthy. Yeah, a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. But geez, it's going to be oh, yeah. these two games. And you know what? If if there's an upset on Friday night and the and the Roosters go through and the, and so do the Rabbitohs, mm. they've never met in a grand final before. How amazing is that? Foundation yeah. clubs. You would have thought sitting here, they must have played four or five grand yep. finals over the yeah. years. Probably the greatest rivalry in the NRL have never played off for the trophy. Mm. So that's going to be in a, terms uh, of, of sheer history. Yeah, probably and, is. And look, while I want to see Canberra in there, and I'll, I'm going to make a big claim about Canberra later on in the, in the podcast. But um, from a point of view of the the history of the game and being able to put ninety thousand bodies into that horrible stadium. In a couple of Sundays' time, that's the best outcome. Yeah, the South the and NRL the is hoping for South. Oh, Todd Greenberg Absolutely. secretly is sitting there going, he's talking to his bean counters, going, "What's that worth to us?" Won't quite be a PR disaster if it's Storm versus Raiders, but geez, it just oh, won't be anywhere near as what, good. It'll be. I reckon they'll get seventy-five thousand, maybe. Yeah, there'll be a few empty seats up in the nosebleeds. Um, the pains me to say, my friend, I have to do it. Carnival is over. I have won the tipping competition. You have, yes. I've got there. I have an unassailable now four-point lead. Uh, I got two out of two. I got both games last week. Uh, of course, Manly let you down on Friday night. Just um, when they were looking like they were going to sneak home too. Very much so. Uh, of course, we both went for the storm, and that was fairly emphatic in that situation as well. Yeah, geez, uh, so they, I had they were the clinical. Chocolate, so, hey? They were so clinical. Didn't, oh, the storm. Didn't see a, oh, a nil they were, line, they were scary. And I think what it does do, and we'll discuss it in more length when we discuss the Storm Roosters game, but what it did also, I think, shine a very bright light on is just how ordinary the Broncos were know, the week before. Started there. At the end of the day, that, that does show that as well. Well, For a Parramatta yeah. team to go out, and yes, it was a jump up in class. Would you say the Storm are 90 points better than the Broncos? It wasn't a 90-point jump up oh, in class, they'd be, though, they'd be close. But that just shows how deplorable that Broncos team was Sunday week ago. But I'm on 119 points. Matty's on 115. With three games to go... Uh, I've got the chocolates. I'd like to thank all the Man, all yes. of my supporters. Thank you very much. It's been a up and down year, but surprise, uh, Crash's Crash has got something for you. I, I believe. His oh, I think Crash has organised yeah. quite a quite an expensive prize actually, mm. which will will obviously we'll do that maybe next week. Have that presentation during the uh, our grand final preview. So thank you, thank you for reminding Crash of that. That they has got a, that very expensive prize uh, that I thoroughly deserve to win. Uh, quickly, the Falcons. Yeah. I've got to tell you. It's an ugly word, and it's probably the only C word you can say on a podcast. Did they choke? Is that a oh, choke? I think they to just lose one game in the regular season. Potentially too early. Is that it? Could have been a swimmer who yeah. was not tapering down at the right time. Yeah. Plus, I think some of the some of the other teams like Burley and, and Wynnum certainly peaked at the right time. Peaking at the right yeah. time. Um, Wynnum looked really good. They did. Yeah, um, and they've sort of snuck under the radar the whole year. The um, sad I don't thing know is, they finished third, but they weren't really talked about as 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 you know, grand finalists. Because I would really have loved to watch the potentially the Sunshine Coast Falcons run around on grand final day. Yeah. Because because that's the prize waiting oh, for the winner. They deserve to. Uh, to win, what was it? They won 22 of 23 home and away games, 14 on the trot. They set they set the record for being the best defensive team in history. They set the record for the most points, I believe. And, and the biggest points differential yeah. as well. You know, they broke every record you can get. Um, I imagine they'll, they'll probably have a pretty big night too at the Queensland Cup Awards. Yeah. But it's all for naught. 
when you don't even make it to a grand final. And now Eric Smith's out the door. So he's off to Newcastle. Yeah, he's a development coach with the Knights. Which is, look, there's a big rap on Eric Smith. Mm. I'm surprised he's chosen to leave the, the Melbourne system, the greater Melbourne system. I think but, he's linking with Adam O'Brien, who's obviously just yeah, left. Yeah, he's worked system, with that, so, a, a part yeah. of the Melbourne system. So interesting times ahead for Eric Smith. So, look, b- big job ahead of whoever takes that Falcons gig. Uh, and look, you got to wonder if two weeks ago, if Canberra don't beat the Melbourne Storm, if the Sunshine Coast Falcons maybe have a, str- a slightly stronger squad on Sunday against Burley as well. These are all what ifs. At the end of the day, this all goes back three weeks. The Falcons shouldn't have lost to the Blackhawks. Then there'd be a very different situation. They would have Blackhawks been hosting. Are a good side. That comp is very strong. No, they are a good side. But uh, in the Q Cup, you're right. It's a great mm. competition. Having watched a fair bit of the New South Wales Cup as well, I'd say the Queen- Queensland Cup is stronger. I'd say it is too. I'm not just yeah. being patriotic there. I think it's um, it is the strongest team because there's less. I think there's uh, one or two less teams, and there's more of a spread yeah. that the that the NRL players from the Sydney clubs go to. Um, you see the likes of what, it's a, gets a bit diluted. Whereas yeah. in the in the Queensland Cup, it's, you're right. It's there's really only there's two or three teams this year that genuinely struggled. The rest of the comp was either strong mm. or incredibly strong. Like the Falcons and your and your Burleys and teams like that. Uh, the big issue of last week I want to discuss too. Jake Trebojevic. Um, I'm f- I'm absolutely fine with the sin binning of Jake Trebojevic. No, I didn't like it. I think it was ugly. I think it was ugly. But at the end of the day, there is no issue here. Don't put your hands on another player. Well, I th- I Simple see, as that. See, I saw it as him just simply moving because Dan, Dan Gogo was was crawling. He was going so slow, and yeah. he was in the way of Dubrovich. Yeah, but that's it's, it's there not, was a chance. It's, it's that not attacking Dubrovich... players' responsibility to get out of the road. He wasn't like he was running a I, he wasn't running an escort line. He was just running. No, I I I just think the the movement of of Jake that which he made to try and get him mm. get around him. And then with the pull. So if you pull, the pull out, yeah. You've got me, as I said, and this is a podcast, you can't do it. Matty's doing like a, a pushing motion with his arm. I'm fine with that. The second you get yeah. a handful of jersey, and bear in mind, these days, if you're getting a handful of jersey, it's not by accident. They're hard to grab a hold of. These aren't the old woolen jerseys of the 80s and 90s. The, and that's what Graham Ansley said. The second Jake Trebojevic grabbed, didn't push, you can push and jostle all you like. You can't bash a bloke in the back like an AFL, but what you can do, but the second. He got a handful of jersey, and look, the actual fall didn't come from that. It came from a tangle of feet. It wasn't a trip, just a tangle of feet. If that happens, maybe it's a penalty, but oh, isn't it, it just so soft? That's just, that's just like, doing business, and it killed the game. And what what bugs me about this though is the fact that people are saying that can't be a penalty like that in that stage of that game. I'm sorry. Yeah. The rules are the same in round. If that was ten minutes into the game in round seven on a Friday night, a brookie, no one cares. But for some reason, all of a sudden, we think the rules are different in a semi-final or a quarter-final or whatever it might be. The rules are the same. The rule book is not rewritten. Don't grab a hold of Dane Gagai's jersey, Jake. And I'm really—it's a shame because oh, he's, he's one of the best young players in the game. End, end the game. Sad and way for Manly season. to end after yeah. an incredible season. And we'll get onto it more when we discuss the bunnies. But I don't reckon the bunnies beat 13 Manly Seagulls. They just no. don't. No, they really don't. They didn't um, look like it. Irrespective of who, who that player was who was binned, if there's 13 healthy bodies on the field for Manly, he, Manly are playing Canberra Friday night. Dubojevic is the one player that you absolutely need on your goal yeah. line. Especially like, yeah, when, you, he, when you're in the he, trenches. He's perfect for that shot. You want style. Jake there next to him. He's the guy who's going to bust his ass to tackle Campbell Graham over yeah. in the corner over the sideline. And that what, is, that, what they need here, what, and this would have been perfect, this would have been a perfect yellow card five-minute sim bin situation. And I hope, I know the rules committee is looking at that. I reckon five minutes in the bin yep. is ideal. That's fair. Well, I have heard, and I don't know who proposed it. Maybe it was you a few weeks ago. How do you feel about this one? Say you get put in the bin for 10 minutes. I get a penalty, obviously. 
Say if I score a try two minutes into your 10 minutes in the bin, if I've scored a try, you come back on. That wasn't me who suggested it, but I, I, I like it. I don't yeah. hate it. I don't it. mind it. My only problem is a team's going to kind of go, look, let's let a try in mm. so we get Jake back 90 mm. seconds into his turn. My only concern, if there's a way for something to be exploited, it will be exploited. Oh, yeah. Every, um, everything is exploited. But I, I put it out there to all of our players this weekend, uh, all 68 of you, the rules are the same. The rules are the same as they are in round 10 and round 15 and round 19. It, it, we can't all of a sudden go, oh, you can't miss a game like this for that. If you broke the rules, that's how it works. Worse than um, big- just finally, the Broncos, their little kind of their enema, as it were, their clean out has continued on. A story in Sunday's Sunday Mail about Darius Boyd staying at the club and potentially playing left centre. I just can't buy into it. I don't think it'll happen. Why are we so determined to keep Darius in the team? Is it because there's a leadership vacuum? Is that why? Well, there's, yeah, there's, there's a lack very of experience. few leaders. Yeah. And the guy's played 316 NRL games. He deserves – he's a great leader of the, of the team. Um, now, I postulated something positively crazy last week where I put forward the name Matt Lodge as a future Broncos captain, as in mm. 2020 Broncos mm. captain. We both agreed on paper it seems like a good idea, but from a PR point of view, it can't be. Isn't it funny? A week in footy, it's turned out Matt Lodge is is not firming, but certainly emerging as a genuine contender to be the next Broncos captain. I think he's favourite. I thought it was interesting of Paul Gallen. And look, Paul yeah, Gallen has now on, been mate. he's now been lanced from our game like a boil now that he's retired. But I'm just going to put it out rich, there, Paul. When he was saying, oh, what he did in New York was a disgrace. I'm not saying it wasn't, but that was many years ago. About the same number of years ago that Paul Gallen tested positive for peptides and got suspended for that. Glass houses, Paul. He climbs onto his high horse very fast, doesn't he, Paul Gallen? There's a black kettle over there. For a a guy who absolutely got, got suspended and pleaded guilty to peptide use, he seems to forget that. He's bagging guys for this and he's bagging guys for that. He seems to forget that he, he wrote a filthy tweet about the NRL. Forgets about that as well. It's funny how Paul's memory- I think memory, he forget about a lot of things. It just says what he- First thing that comes to his head. Memory becomes very hazy when all of a sudden somebody else is in the gun. But as I say, Paul, it was five years ago, mate, and you were suspended and pleaded guilty to illegal peptide use. So, And I reckon it was about 2014 that Matt Lodge got himself in trouble. And I'm not necessarily comparing apples and apples here. What he did in New York was horrible, but he's paid his restitution. He's trying to move on with his life. Um, I reckon on a barren wasteland, I stand, I'm going to double down. I think he's a good choice. I think he's the sort of guy who the final the final stage in his rehabilitation would be given being given the Broncos captaincy. Not so much like as a reward. All. I would use it as a further rehabilitation tool to go, mate, prove to us you deserve this gig. I think it sort of sums up where the Broncos are at, that he's their best choice. Oh, it choice. does. Absolutely. And I don't, don't I don't like it. I don't like it one little bit, but as I said, I, I threw it out there as one of my ridiculous ideas last week, and I'm worried that someone was listening because the Broncos have gone along with it. Uh, and the other one, uh, I think it seemed like a smart idea. Let's get 800 grand off our salary cap. Let's offload Jack Bird and then just crickets because no one wants him. Well, I think he should stay. I think they should be keeping him. He's the least of their problems. They yeah. can just get a, an injury-free season out of him. He's an asset. I don't disagree at all. Um, I, is he a nine hundred thousand dollar a year asset? Was when he moved, but he isn't now. I, I reckon something's gone on there. As far as I reckon, the Broncos didn't do enough due diligence there because they they bought a car 
where the the under oh, well, underneath it didn't was help him that he got injured at Cronulla and they didn't tell him. Yeah, that's the thing. I, but the, but to be fair, the Broncos they could do their own investigations there. If you buy a used car, oh, you can't rely on the bloke deal, selling you the car to tell you everything. You need to take it to the mechanic who goes, mate, this car's been through a flood, you know. It's got water damage all underneath it. No, but to be fair to Jack Bird, when he's been fit, he's been pretty one of their better Cronulla, players. he was brilliant. I, I don't think he's done anything at the Broncos. He hasn't even had hey, like one has. or two okay games, has he? Hey, he definitely has. And he's been crueled by injuries. 17 games out of a possible 50. I'm, I'm sticking him at centre with Stags, and that's your, that's your partnership for the year. Yeah. And is is oh, I know he sort of played select a little bit last week. Xavier Coates onto the wing, so you got Coates and Oates. That's fun. And are we having Coates is there? Surely they're going to resign Oates. But are we moving Jermaine Asako to fullback and Milford back to six to accompany whoever yeah. this new halfback is? Unless they sign someone else. Problem is, where's the money coming from? We're not getting rid of apparently we're not getting rid of Jack Bird and Darius isn't going anywhere. So where are we where are we buying this halfback from? It's very, very worrying. It's not going to get any better, I don't think. But the good news is two cracking games of footy to talk about this weekend. Our preliminary finals will kick things off next in the nation's capital. This is The Three Dummies, the NRL podcast, thanks to the Sunshine Coast Daily. Oh, Friday night, 7.50, GIO Stadium. The first of our preliminary finals kicks off with the Raiders hosting the Rabbitohs. Our Raiders, Sean's nickel clock stat at fullback, Nick Kotrick and Jordan Rapana on the wings, Jared Croker and Joey Leilua in the centres, Jack White and then Aiden Caesar in the halves, Josh Papali, Josh Hodgson and Sia Soliola in the front row, Johnny Bateman, Elliot Whitehead and Joseph Tarpany in the back row, with Bailey Simonson, Emre Gula, Corey Horsburgh and Dinamis Louie coming off the bench for the Bunnies. Adam Dwayhe is back at fullback again. Hey, he played, he played well. Still don't, I just, we'll get to that in a second. Alex Johnson and Campbell Graham on the wings. James Robertson, Dane Gagai in the centres. Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds in the halves. Tom Burgess, Damian Cook and Liam Knight in the front row. John Sutton, Sam Burgess, Cam Murray in the back row. With George Burgess, Tavita Totola, Ethan Lowe and Mark Nichols coming off the bench. I just don't know all that Rabideau system while they can't find another winger. I don't know why Alex Johnson isn't playing fullback and Johnny... Johnny Smith isn't playing on the wing. How in the entire South like, Sydney Rabbitohs organisation, and maybe Dewey, Dewey off the bench. Or, oh, bench. I'd possibly have him coming off the bench. Um, I thought I that was his be- one of his better games this he season. He was pretty good. Week. He was, and uh, but I just, I just don't know why we're wasting Alex Johnston yeah. out on the wing. Yeah, the, you, you need his speed in broken play because there was times when he potentially put a, could have put the foot down and just taken yeah, off. Absolutely. Um, have you heard what Bennett's doing? Driving down to Canberra? I've heard that. They're Make all your driving. own way. They're doing a big old convoy in the, in the words of CW McCall. Look, the old man, and this is the Bronco, this is the South Sydney coach who thought they were losing at halftime. How good is that story? So if you haven't seen that during the week, he's gone down to the sheds. He went down about five minutes before the siren. He missed Cam Murray's Superman diving try. He's gone down the torn strips off the Rabbitohs as if they were losing. It wasn't until Sam Burgess said, here, coach, coach, we're winning. <laughs> Um, that Wayne basically <laughs> recalibrated and gave another speech. And even to the, to the to his credit, the old man, he said, he said Jason Demetrio out my system was was talking about you know we're leading by this and da da da. And he's sitting there going, buddy, Jason's lost his mind. We're trailing mm-hmm. here. Great of the old man to come out in the press conference and admit it, which I thought was fantastic. Um, super try by Murray too. Oh, that, super player. Those, those lines and that, it was like an NFL style. Yeah, it was amazing. That he, that he scored. That yeah, was- no, I was. I loved it. Um, uh, it was like it was like a third and goal. Would have just sent too. a running back over the top. Yeah, there wouldn't be a soft landing out there at ANZ Stadium. Um, they, they're going to be bashed up though those bunnies. And they again, are. they're just still not right. As I said before, if 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 the Eagles have thirteen men on the field, 
South Sydney aren't playing, are no, they? They're no. in Bali right now. Yeah. Um, I just think against a rested Raiders. Um, Raiders are just going to get their back rowers running at Adam Reynolds because he was their weakest link. I'm looking forward to And the to combination it. with Burgess wasn't working in defence at all. Not at all. They look completely mm. – although they never played together no. before. Um, one of my favourite things in the NRL now, and look, I appreciate it was stolen – the Viking clap has fast become my favourite oh, thing brilliant. in the NRL. Yeah, no, imagine so it's how my eight-year-old son when he'll ask me like on a Saturday, "Avo, Dad, what are the games this Saturday?" I'll tell him, "Oh, Canberra playing Manly." He'll go, "A Canberra," and I'll say, "Yeah." <laughs> he'll just go, "Yes, yeah. Viking clap." Oh. Dean Lance, the great headgear wearing, hardworking Raiders back rower, he will blow the Viking horn and lead the Viking clap. There and, is and no it's tickets sold out. left. Yeah, it's gone. It is the house full sign has gone up. GIO Stadium, Bruce Stadium, as I called it as a young bloke. They can't break the record because the seating is different, the configuration is different to when the Brumbies hosted the Canterbury Crusaders, I want to say about 2012 in a Super Rugby Grand Final. They can't beat that, but it'll certainly be a record for a Canberra Raiders game. Um, and the thing about what's funny about this Raiders team, yeah, we talk about White and we talk about Caesar, we talk about Charles Nickel Klockstad. What will win Canberra this, this week is their defence. That bloody-mindedness, this Canberra team, they don't fear anybody, do yeah. they? And this, it's their back three. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, they're back three in the back row. Oh, yeah. No, Johnny Bateman, who is a superstar, Elliot Whitehead and Joe Tarpany. Uh, but then you bring... Ryan Sutton as well. i tell you who I really like, though. Then you bring Corey Horsburgh yeah. on. Hasn't the big redhead oh, done some wonderful thing? Yeah. Is he from this area? Is he from yeah, the Sunshine Coast? His dad's Rick, dad, Rick's a well-known boxer, isn't he? I'm he's sure. He's a well-known boxer and he played a lot of league here as well. Yeah. No, I knew the name. I yeah. remember that first game against the Titans. I thought, geez, I reckon I know that I think he name. won a premiership playing for Gibraltar on the coast. Okay. Well, there or you maybe, go. Or um, maybe Bobby Island. Um, and the other little fun thing too, Ricky versus Wayne. The old stager against the – and apparently, apparently they don't get on anymore, Ricky and Wayne. They, how many people does Wayne get along with? How many does Ricky get along <laughs> with? You want to talk about Russell Crowe's big book of feuds – There'd be a couple of addendums right there. Um, I just don't know about this driving down. I, I, he's apparently he's tried it before with St George and it didn't work. So what is his theory? Is it kind of like that road trip? Boys, let's jump in the crawl. He said it's and- to do with frustration on the bus. Okay. Well, maybe there's a, a similar. It's about issue. three and a half hours. And it'll, it'll be one of those three and a half hours that'll feel like a long three and a yeah. half hours. I mean, it, it, there's sort of merit in it. You, you jump in the car. I mean, road trips are fun. Um, you, you know, you're with the boys. That's the thing. It and could look, make them quite relaxed. Anyone who's playing any sort of team where you've got to go on long bus trips, there's always those one or two dickheads who just make it hard for everyone. Or we'll make it brilliant. Yeah. But I think if you're a certain type of personality, if that's going to bug you, if, oh, yeah. for example, say Finger, Adam Reynolds, ears, if Adam Reynolds sort of is thing. going around wet willying people yeah. and kind of, hey, what are you looking at? And, what are, and every every team has that bloke. I'm not saying it is Adam Reynolds, but as an example, halfbacks usually aren't far from those kind of antics. I say this is a former halfback. But, I um, think Cody Walker would be exactly the same. Yeah, Cody would be in your, ear, in your ear a bit too, I reckon. But I reckon if you're the Burgess boys, you're the large humans, you go, mate, let's just, let's just jump in the Prado and, and take our time, eh? You know, we can pull over and get some jelly snakes. We can have the music we like. None of the backs are annoying us. I just think for a, for a, whoever's driving, like that, that's not an easy easy just stroll down. When there. are they going down? Are they heading I'm, down I'm Thursday? Sure. No. Surely you drive down Thursday. That doesn't make sense. You can't do that on game day. What if, you, what if it was traffic? <laughs> no, you well, got, it was, you're, you're at a bus. It was but, at St. George earlier in the year. Yeah. They, the guys were getting lifts on motorbikes, all that kinds of gear. Um, I just think the week off, that big crowd. Yeah. And look, even though it's late September – Canberra on a Friday, and I'm still going to be fairly it inhospitable be, yeah. as well. It'll yeah. be fresh. Um, I can't go past the Raiders. You're on the green machine as well. Yes. And I'm going to put it out there right now. They're our premiers. Ooh. Can I run a theory by you? So Canberra are waiting for Souths. We're pretty banged up. They've had a week off. They're feeling pretty good. 
I think they're going to skate this through. I, I actually think they're going to pump the bunnies. I think they're going to put on a bit of a show. They will then go to a grand final next week, playing either a Melbourne or a Roosters, who has had to beat Melbourne or the Roosters. This is the grand final. This other game is the grand final. Mentally, I know they're both incredible football teams. I just don't see a Melbourne or a Roosters getting through this game and mentally being able to get up for another game. I just don't see it. No, and I reckon, Roosters, I reckon Roosters deep, definitely can. And they're, and they're pros, I know that. And the Melbourne are amazing as well. But what I'm just saying is, I reckon deep in the recesses of their mind, these are footballers, these aren't complex people, they've been thinking for the entire year, we're just going through the motions here till we play the Roosters in the grand final or the Storm in the grand final. I reckon they're going to really struggle, whoever wins that second game, because that's going to be a bash fest. They're going to violate each other, those two teams, on Saturday night. I reckon whoever makes it into the grand final is going to be a steaming heap just about on tilt against a Raiders mm-hmm. team that I reckon are going to be. I'm telling you now, it's 30 years since the Grey 89 Premiership. It's 25 years since their last uh, Premiership. Think- it's all coming together for the Green Machine. I hope it is. Yeah. I think I'm tipping been, them now. Been my, They're my premiers now. They've been my you know, adopted premiers, I think, since round 15 yeah. or something when no. the Broncos had no chance. Since, so, since the minute last week when Parramatta gave up the ghost very early on no, I still and think, Melbourne were definitely going to play the Roosters, I've been on Canberra hard. I think Roosters are still, still Amazing easily team. the team to beat. I, just, I, I ask you this. Could the Roosters have gone out last year after playing the Storm in that grand final? To be fair, they dusted them. Could they have gone out the next week and beaten somebody, do you reckon? Yeah. I don't know. It's a big emotional toll. There's a lot. I think they've got it in them. It's going to be fun for us either way, but I'm telling you, my long-range prediction, I reckon the Raiders start getting fitted up for your rings the now, The only thing on there, on there is, the, um, is the back-to-back hurdle. Hoodoo going yeah, to continue. Yeah, it, just, it's, it's, and it, stops some, it stops some great teams. That's a very good point as well. I'm on the Raiders. Matty's on the Raiders. It's going to be a greenwash. Friday night in the nation's capital, the Raiders host the Bunnies. This is The Three Dummies, the NRL podcast, thanks to the Sunshine Coast Daily. Oh, Saturday night. The feast continues. We head to the SCG where the Roosters take on the Melbourne Storm. The Roosters, James Tedesco at fullback, Daniel Tupo and Brett Morris on the wings, Latrell Mitchell and Joey Manu in the centres, Luke Keary and Cooper Cronk in the halves, Isaac Liu, Sam Verrills and Sia Takiaho in the front row, Boyd Cordner, Mitch Orbison and Victor Radley in the back row, with Angus Crichton, Zane Tedovano, Nate Butcher and Lindsay Collins coming off the bench, and in jersey number 20, one Jake Friend. Um, Firstly... Isaac Liu's a starting in front rower because no Jarrah Boria Hargraves. That's massive in the it's Roosters' huge. side of things. Do you, Just, do, you, do you know the record without him? Is it 40% it's they 40% win without and him? and then 30 in finals, 30-something And 78% or something when he is there. The Melbourne Storm quickly, Ryan Pappenheisen a fullback, Suliasi Vunavalo and Josh Adokar on the wings, Curtis Scott and my man Justin Olam in the centres, Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes in the halves, Jesse Bromwich, Cameron Smith and Nelson Asafa Solomona in the front row, Felice Cafusi, Kenny Bromwich and Dale Finucane in the back row, with Brandon Smith, Tui Kamikamika, Max King and bizarrely Will Chambers, number 17, coming off the bench. Um... We'll just go back onto the Roosters quickly. That's massive. I didn't realise the stats were that much. Like, you hear about blokes who teams struggle without them. The Daniel, the, the, the Darren Lockyers, the Andrew Johnses over the years. The number of games they lose is more when they're missing Hargraves than it is when they're missing Keary or Cronk. That's massive. Because yeah, well, he's, he's, their, he's he, their bully, he's isn't he? He's their enforcer. He's their leader. He's their back. school bully. He's yeah. the one who's going to go out there and say to Nelson Asolfa Solomona, nope. Not today, mm. champ. Not on mm. my watch. And I, my worry for the Roosters, I don't see who's going to take that mantle up. Takiyaho's a good, serviceable front row. He's going to get your meters all day. I really like I, I like Isaac Liu. I don't see who's going to come on and steal people's lunch money. I don't. 
Yeah, I think Robinson could create a, a mentality. Let's get the boys into the final for Jared. Jared's back next week. Because they love him, don't they? Yeah. He's a loved member of the team. Um, look, I've really liked Sam Verrills, but Jake Friend's got to be there. Oh, Verrills has been terrific. Yeah, but him, I'm sorry. he's He calls the tune. It, it's hard, though, because his friends are going to be able to play 80. I don't think so. And then, that then that whole bench is messed up. I, I'm surprised they haven't picked f- Friend at nine. And oh, no, I think bench. if Friend plays, I think he starts. I think he's got to start. Yeah. Give him 50. Go oh, your hardest. Yeah. He's a fit little bugger, though. He's not going to let you not down. Gonna be play 80, though. No um, but, uh, and that's, if that's the case. Because you can't be having Radley playing hooker at, at such a game like no, this. No, no, his pass isn't good enough. Yeah. So who out of Crichton, Tedavano, Butcher and Collins comes off that bench? If we are putting Verrills on the bench and, Nate, and Nathan Friend to start, sorry, Jake Friend to start, who's coming off there? Is it probably Lindsay Collins? Yeah. Who's um, unlucky? Talking about benches, Will Chambers, I'm sorry. And this is a guy who I think has progressively gotten worse over the last couple of years. Yeah. He's been schooled up by Latrell Mitchell. Uh, is it a psychological thing, do you think? Uh, possibly. Could mm. very well be. But the fact he's on the bench last week as well. Curtis Scott adds a bit oh, no. of that. Do you, think, do you not think it was in, in mind of this game? Look, I don't think so. Because if you, uh, maybe. I think Bellamy knows they're getting through against Parramatta. Potentially. And he thought, look, I can get it done. I like that combative nature. Curtis Scott can be combative without being annoying. I think Will, Will Chambers' antics actually sometimes are oh, detrimental to the yeah, storm. Yeah, I do too. Because he doesn't pick his battles well enough. No, he just wants to fight everyone. And, and Luttrell, if you fire up Luttrell, he's probably going to beat you. He's going to hurt you. Um, are we all in love with Justin Olam as much as I am? Oh, absolutely. I love him. Yeah. And the fact that he's keeping an international... Out of the side, oh. one of the first guys chosen for Queensland and Australia in the in the so in the last couple of years. Uh, I just don't know if in a preliminary final, can you carry a centre on your bench? See, I think it's a funny move. Like obviously, Olam and and Scott to an extent, lesser extent, they have the strike that Chambers mm. now doesn't. But is is his experience in playing semi final sudden death footy not more than what they offer? If I'm if I'm Craig Bellamy, when am I? Bar, I'm not ignoring I, injuries. No, I don't know. When am I putting Will Chambers on? I don't know. So I, I, am I? Am I going into a, a preliminary final? Like Where else has he played in his career? The too? best team in the comp. I've never seen him play any fullback. He played some pretty ordinary fullback for the Queensland Reds, I think. You cast oh, your mind geez, back. Yeah. Um. I. So you tell me. Lasted half a season, didn't it? That the Storm are going into a preliminary final against the team that. Yes, I know the Storm are the minor premiers, but the Roosters are the benchmark. Yeah. yeah. I'm going into that game with 16 players because I've got a 17th bloke I don't know what to do with. No. He's like a fastidial tail. Bellamy is the best coach in the game. I'm sure he has a He plan. knows better than us. I'm confident with that. I just... I, I can't see... Yeah, I, I don't know how he comes on. I don't know when he comes on. Or I don't know how for. they use him. I really don't. Mm. Um, it, the only thing I can think of is, is does he play like a, a Maroons utility role and just go out and play anywhere? But I don't think he's good enough. I don't think he's skillful enough no. for that. He's not, hasn't got a great pass. He's he not, doesn't pass he's not very the, often. He doesn't have the body, even no. from Michael Moore. No, I honestly, I don't know what you do mm. with him. Um, so, of this game, and we're, let's say we're living in a universe where we're assuming that Canberra are going to beat South on Friday night, are you saying the Roosters can definitely back up and beat Canberra? Yeah. Can the Storm? Well, no. I reckon they can? No. So, say the Storm I mean, sneak uh, yeah, home. Obviously, they can, but I don't Storm I, sneak I home 17-16 in a bash fest Saturday night. Are you feeling very confident for, for Canberra Sunday yeah. week? Yeah. Um. I, the only thing that lets them down is that the, both of the, the Storm and the Roosters have done it before. Experience, yeah. yeah muscle memory will yeah. kick in. Um, as we said, my concern for the Storm too, I don't think Parramatta was a great preparation for them because that would, mate, that became a training run yeah. for them. Just as, the, just as like the Broncos weren't a great prep for Parramatta, Parramatta were not a great prep to go into a game against the Roosters. Mm. 
I can see this being one of those games where the Roosters go bang, bang, yeah. bang. I, I actually, I don't think it's going to be a pumping because Melbourne will find their back way back into the game. I see a similar scoreline to the grand final last year. Hopefully, Munster doesn't get. And that was bang, twice. bang, bang. That was eighteen nil very yeah. quickly. Well, that ended up being eighteen four or twenty four yeah, so. or something. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be some. I agree. I can um, just see the Roosters starting like they're starting at South. Make a good point, though. I hope Cam Munster doesn't get bin twice. That's yeah. a very good point. Oh. Uh, this is the general rule, Cam. If you can keep it to none, that'd be fantastic. Um, though, yeah. with the amount of send- send-offs this year. Oh, look, you can get sent off for anything now. I think if your socks fall down. Um, so I, I, so you're well and true on the Roosters here? Yeah. Because i tell you what, when we started this podcast in, uh, in yeah, February, strong, hasn't it? who would have thought? <laughs> oh, look, I think we were both on the Roosters to win the comp. No, but you, you were all, all over them more than I was. Uh, but who would have thought we'd be talking about potentially, come September, a Canberra Raiders-Sydney yeah. Roosters oh, grand final? Hope, hope, come on, Raiders, come on. I think we were both pretty confident that... Uh, it is the absolute neutrals final, if that happens. Oh, yeah. And look, as I said, I think, and I reckon it because the Roosters are a bit in that same milk as the Broncos. If you don't go for them, you hate them. Like mm. they are, they're again because they're successful, mm. so they're easy to hate. Um, but it's going to be well. No little, one believes they're under the salary cap except for Roosters fans, little, and that, the, that adds to the it. salary sombrero. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so we're both on the Raiders, we're both on the Roosters. We're looking at if we're right, and that's a very little big if. We're looking at a Canberra Raiders Sydney Roosters Grand Final Sunday week. <sighs> You know any Raiders fans? I got a couple. Yeah. Got a couple on the phone. They're, they're going bananas already. I tell you what, I, I, a little part of me would be tempted to jump online to Peter Wynn's score and pick myself up a retro Canberra milk jersey just quietly. Wow. The one that I did own when I was a kid as well. Ricky well, Stewart on the back? Or? Oh, no, nah, I go 12, Bradley Clyde. So underrated. Does not get the love that he deserves ever, the grade B Clyde. So we're both on the Raiders. We're both on the Roosters. Two cracking games of footy. Our NRL preliminary finals. Of course, you can check it all out this weekend. Maddie, have a cracking weekend. I will. Looking forward to the footy. Three more games of footy till the year is over. And then some some useless internationals that might involve Israel Folau. We'll discuss those later mm. on. Everybody out there, have a wonderful weekend. Be safe on our roads. Enjoy the footy. And we'll see you right here next week for the Three Dummies NRL podcast. You've been listening to the Three Dummies. Thanks to the Sunshine Coast Daily. Stick a fork in us. We're done. 